We are outdoor ladies who hunt, fish, camp, and more, all while working in conservation. I am Julia Plugi with the Nebraska Game and Parks Commission. And I'm Rachel Alice with the Iowa Department of Natural Resources. And I am Tana Wagner with the Kansas Department of Wildlife and Parks. And we want to see you outdoors. Welcome back to She Goes Outdoors. So happy new year. It's 2023. The first time that you get to hear my voice, Julia, Tana, and Rachel have joined me as well. And we're super excited to to talk to you today about New Year's resolutions. But it's a different perspective of New Year's resolutions because I don't know about you ladies, but I'm not, my New Year's resolution is to not lose 100 pounds or to run a mar- the Boston Marathon or to give up drinking beer or I don't know, all those other crazy resolutions that my Facebook account thinks I need to take on and not going to do it. And so what we're talking about in this episode is just kind of that perspective of not really easy, give that goal in mind, but let's just say maybe a level-headed New Year's resolution. And that's what we're talking about. And if you go to our Facebook page, that question that we're answering is right there on our Facebook page. And we're going to continue to prompt you along to answer those questions as well on our Facebook page as you hear us speak. So, but before we move on, Tana and Rachel, let's start with, with Rachel. How has the beginning of your 2023 been? Oh man, 2023 came in with a bang. It's uh, it's hard to believe. I I still catch myself doing that like 2022, and then you do like the awkward like I meant it to be that next number 23. Um, but but yeah, we're we're slowly moving in, starting to to like get the Christmas holiday festivity New Year's things out of the way and and get rolling. Um, I just got back from the beautiful land of enchantment new mexico it was um i don't know it was like that like refresh trip that is so wonderful to just remind yourself we live in such a beautiful world and to get outside and enjoy it um and so i'm i'm feeling refreshed this new year's and ready to go uh tana what's going on in kansas Rachel, I feel the same exact way. Oh my gosh, it has been so busy just kicking right off. I don't know about you guys, but the holiday season this year seemed extra busy, extra stressful. So I'm excited for the opportunity to come down a little bit. Um, I had made it this far without getting COVID. And unfortunately, I did not get to join Rachel in um, New Mexico because I got COVID right before the trip. So, um, you know, silver lining of that is I've had the opportunity to get some much needed rest and relaxation coming off the holidays. Um, downside is that I missed out on that fun conference and all the collaboration that happens there. So, um, this is my last day in quarantine. So it's great to see your faces. Great to talk to some people other than my dog. Um, so it is just wonderful to be here and I'm excited to chat about all of our new year's resolutions. Just gearing us up for when we get to see each other at MAFWA in uh, Overland, Kansas, right? Yep. So we're pretty excited. Kansas. That'll be fun. All right. So let's kick it off. You know, like I stated with is 
are we want our New Year's resolutions to be achievable goals? Like we know that these can be achievable, but it's going to take a little extra push, maybe a little, oh, just a little extra push to get us there, but it's achievable. And something that, you know, in the end, we can be happy that we accomplished, happy with ourselves. And then perhaps, you know, our team, make them happy as well and, and supportive and not that I'm going to lose 100 pounds this year and then come February, I'm back to eating bags of peanut M&Ms and be like, eh, screw it. But first off, like the first question that we have out there and as you're following along, listeners, you can see this on our Facebook posts as well. So we want you to answer these same questions out there um, back to us on just literally comment in that Facebook page and tell us what your answers would be as well. But Tana, if the first question for you is, what new skill do you want to learn in 2023? Oh, Julia, 2023 is going to be the year that I learn to use a diaphragm call for turkeys. Holy smokes. Nice. I like it. Of course, yeah. after you get over COVID, right? I can yeah. just imagine like COVID and a diaphragm call, but that's cool. That's one of those, like it, there is a little bit of an art to it. Like I've tried to do it before and I just can't get that whistle, tongue, mouth coordination effort going. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I'm not there yet either. And uh, multiple people have tried to show me how, but none have succeeded yet. So hopefully um, I might have to take matters into my own hands and then also consult some experts. But yeah, that's my goal. Um, so far, the minor success I have seen with turkeys, they always seem to outsmart me 99% of the time. But success I have had has been with a slate call. Um, I've used a box call as well, but really looking to minimize movement and being able to kind of come and have my hands on my shotgun and be prepared for when they hopefully come around the corner. So that's my new skill. What about you, Rachel? What are you going to learn? Well, I've got to comment real quick on your on your your resolution. Um, so we have a, an amazing turkey hunter in the state of Iowa, and his recommendation for anyone that's looking to learn the diaphragm call and either stay married or like stay in someone's will is um, if you have a if you have a commute of any kind and you're in a car by yourself is to practice your diaphragm call in the car um, that way you know maybe you can get rid of it it's like if anyone's been around a, a child learning how to play an instrument um, for those of you that haven't like the clarinet the flute the trumpet the recorder the, the, the recorder, recorder is like a requirement they, what they can get to like levels of squeakiness that I didn't think was possible. Um, so I, <laughs> so I, I, I'm, I'm in your boat, Tana. Um, the, it's on my list. It's maybe not my resolution for this year yet, but um, my suggestion is maybe try it on your, on your commute to or from work. I like that idea of in the car. So I can, since my son has to learn how to use the recorder this year in the fourth grade, I'm going to put him in the car without the keys to practice. Is that what you meant? Like in the car right there, learn how to use the recorder. I love it. Ladies, yeah. I've got a 45 minute commute. I'm going to be a turkey calling master. Ah, well, nice. And, and the, the, with, I mean, with the beauty of being able to like Bluetooth from your phone, you can Bluetooth, you know, somebody else and then you call back to them or practice what they're calling. That was kind of the, the, the secondary is once you get 
comfortable with the diaphragm call in your mouth, you then can kind of talk back and forth with with a recording. So I love it. Um, okay, so my resolution this year is to stop saying I would like to learn and instead make an effort at actually learning about some of nature's signs, like whether it's scat, whether it's tree scrapings, those types of things. And and my commitment is to reading, um, Tristan Gooley has a book called The Lost Art of Reading Nature's Signs. And I'm, I'm really good at like finding books. Um, but then I usually end up with some sort of like easy to read mystery because it's like 10 to 10, 15 at night is when I get to read and it's much easier to just mindlessly read. So my commitment, my resolution is to, to actually read the lost art of reading nature's signs and, um, maybe have something to come back and talk with, uh, with Chelsea and some of our other naturalists that we've had the pleasure of talking to on this podcast with some knowledge of my own. So that's my resolution. Julia, what do you got? I have like, I just literally just want to learn how to sharpen my own knives, the art, the skill. I don't even know if it's an art, just a skill of sharpen my knives. I'm so tired, especially every year. I feel like those knives get duller and duller from a simple pocket knife to um, just deboning with a fillet. You know, I could use those electronic whatever knife, but I just don't feel like they get the job done and accurately. Whereas I could use a stone of some sort and um, learn how to do that. I feel like it could be simple if I just take the time to practice. All right. For the next question is, Rachel, you were just telling us about the new lands of New Mexico that you explored. You know, was that your new land? Like if you were to have a resolution of new land, did you accomplish that like right away in January? So, so that'd be like the super easy answer, right? Yes, I plan to explore New Mexico around the Albuquerque area, and I did it. But I'm actually going to challenge myself. Um, it's it's so easy to talk about these far and away places, um, but my actual resolution is to explore the the city parks in the town of Des Moines. Um, it's so easy to get in the car and go away, um, but I have to admit, I haven't been to all of my actual neighborhood parks within my own city. So that is actually my focus. Um, and I've been told that we have a couple different parks that actually have um, wild edibles. So that's that's my goal is to find what's in my neighborhood, what's in my backyard. Um, and now how can I help my town, my city continue to 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 grow those um, wild edibles so that my neighbors can enjoy that too. So that's um, the new land I want to explore is the city parks in Des Moines. What about you, Tana? Yeah, Rachel, I love that. I love the like near and far approach too. Um, similarly, we, Jacob and I kind of made a plan to explore some of the state parks and state fishing lakes. So we have our favorite spots like Clark State Fishing Lake, which is where we got engaged and we like to go back to those every year about the same time. And so this year we're going to challenge ourselves to do something new and check out some new places. So um, we're going to be looking at, we just actually got back from exploring um, Canopolis State Park. That was kind of our little COVID field trip. Since I couldn't be out in public interacting with folks, we decided we'd go on a hike out in the middle of nowhere and 
Um, <laughs> it was slow going, but Jacob was taking pictures, so he didn't mind that I was slowing him down. But um, So that's kind of our goal is just kind of see what's close to home, look at those state parks, look at the trails, look at the state fishing lakes, lots of cool opportunities there. We've also been talking to some friends about getting out on a shed hunt. And to our listeners, you'll remember that we spoke with Marissa Jensen about shed hunting in the past, I think maybe multiple times now. Um, So we're talking about going to the southern border of Wyoming to get out on a shed hunt. So that would be really cool. I hope it works out. I think we're thinking about going in May. So just kind of doing some coordination there and, and quite the road trip. See, you just had to bring it back to the fact that you be julia and i on our shed hunt contest oh that's right you just had to bring that up didn't yeah. you She's yeah we can't in. i just uh, we can't even talk about that i was so in the zone that year it was obnoxious we can all <laughs> agree that it was obnoxious <laughs> tan is probably like you know i don't think this COVID's going away maybe i need to go on another field trip while yeah. I'm working from home. You ladies are guaranteed to get a picture of every shed antler I find from now until the end of time. You're and welcome. And this is further just, uh, you know, salt in the wound on the fact that she also found a deadhead. So good luck, Tana. We're rooting for you. <laughs> I'm a little jealous, but we're rooting for you. And she's going oh, to man. Wyoming now. I mean, oh, I've got to explore other states now. <laughs> hey, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. What about Julia? What's the new land that you're going to explore, lady? So originally I had thought, I don't know why, it just came to my mind as a state park in Wisconsin. And I think Wisconsin because, uh, you know, our coworker is from Wisconsin. And lately I've been doing some other uh, farm business with families from Wisconsin. And I'm like, ah, Wisconsin, let's try it. Sounds like pretty land. They got pretty cows too. But as I started thinking about it, you know, we do travel with the family for livestock shows, cattle shows. And we always see these signs that like state park here, go here, state park here, uh, recreational here. And like, we're always on the go and we don't stop at them. And um, I'm, I want to make that to my goal that when we are traveling this summer with a family for you know, like a livestock show that we take the time to stop and check out um, another state's state park. In fact, uh, our a spot we'll be in is Brookings, South Dakota, close to their fairgrounds there. I hear is a really cool park as well that literally just step away from what we're doing at that time and go check out a park. That's my goal. Uh, that's such a good one, Julia, because like you said, we're always on the go, you know, trying to get from point A to point B as quickly as possible. And I love that you're thinking about being intentional about building that extra time and seeing what there is to see on the journey. That's really cool. Absolutely. All right. For the third uh, question, resolution point to answer is to be a mentor. Like, who would you be a mentor to and what would you be mentoring Tana, you you look like you're ready to answer. Let's. What do you think? Yeah, I was thinking. Okay, so kind of back to the turkey calling. Um, I've got turkeys on the brain because, like you were saying earlier, Julia, like it's been so warm lately, like unseasonably warm for this time of year, and so that's got my brain already thinking about spring and about turkeys. Um, and I am not a turkey expert. I've had a little bit of success, but mostly just help from people that are letting me get out on their properties where they know there are turkeys. But 
Um, my husband, Jacob, has not had the opportunity to harvest a turkey yet. So wow. really, really hoping to get him out and um, hopefully at least see some turkeys. You know, who knows if we'd be able to harvest one, but that's a major goal of mine. Um, I have a couple friends as well. Uh, I've hunted recently with uh, a friend, Garrett Lyon, and we got out this year on his first uh, dove hunt and then his first deer hunt, and he was successful at harvesting an animal in both situations. So uh, I think he's really interested in a turkey challenge next. So I uh, hope we can get those two out and see some birds. Rachel, who's on your mentor list and what are you planning to do? Yeah, so um, my parents actually just moved from Massachusetts to Iowa. Oh, cool. So yeah it's been it's been fun it's been kind of like a midwest mentoring like continuous um and so as they're like settling in my dad has just kind of had this renewed like he's always been excited about learning and discovering and he's usually the one that's been taking me you know as a child um and planning everything so we're going to do a little reverse mentoring and we're going to get into birding um, it's been on my bucket list, um, but with their new house, they have a whole bunch of, you know, I think they're just finches, but whatever, there's birds in the trees. And so we're trying to start like actually identifying them. It's easy to say it's a bird. It's a lot harder to say like, oh, actually it's a male cardinal. Well, maybe that's an easy one, but, um, you know, oh, it's, it's a female goldfinch. So instead of just saying bird, we're going to try and actually make it an intentional try to, uh, to correctly identify and then um and then get out and see some others we have uh right now in in iowa we have pelicans um of all things would never expect to see pelicans in the midwest but they're they're stopping over on their migration and it's pretty cool to see um so yeah as as migratory birds go through um while in uh while in new mexico we got to see sandhill cranes and i know those are near and dear to the midwest flyaway in general and in nebraska certainly has a a landing zone and they fly over kansas too so um yeah just just getting out and and birding mentor that's what my hope is for 2023 what about you julia well, first, actually, I want to take a step back because, Rachel, I mean, you're introducing your parents to the state of Iowa, which is completely different everything compared to Massachusetts. So you're going to be just a, a mentor in general for this whole entire new land. So uh, that'll be exciting um, experience for you and your family. So, yeah, it's been fun. It's kind of just to see the land, I mean, I haven't been here long, right? I've been here about 12 years. So it's still new to me, but to see it, to see our landscape in general and a new set of eyes and, you know, the biggest thing we can't, they can't get over is just the sunsets. Uh, the fact that you can see like the whole sky um, in the, in New England, you're just, you have so many more trees, you're much more closed off on your horizon lines. And, and that's probably the biggest difference. So just to see see the land in a new new pair of eyes has been really fun. So Absolutely. yeah, cool. So I've been uh, for me, I'm looking to mentor, and I'm kind of the same boat as Tana, where I'm not an expert turkey hunter, but I've had uh, females like around my age or even younger, like at the high school level, just want to try turkey hunting. If not, just even they these mentees would just be excited just to sit in the stand and watch their turkeys. Do they necessarily want to hunt them or harvest one? Maybe not, maybe so, but it, I think they would be just as happy just to see. You know, we, 
in, this past fall and winter have seen quite a few turkeys hanging out in our on our private land pasture. So we know they're there and, and to be excited just to take them there and hear them coming out of the roost in the morning. Just that sound. Yeah. Like Tana, like she can, I could just tell in her face, it's that beautiful sound that gets your blood flowing. Like, I think if we could have an alarm clock with that Turkey sound every morning, I would buy it. Oh, man. <laughs> I would shoot out of bed in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Apparently, I found out after our wedding that Jacob and my dad were joking about playing a turkey call during the ceremony to like distract me and see my reaction because I probably would have dropped Jacob's hands and like started off. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Love it. Squirrel, turkey. Yeah. Hey, exactly. Hey, Julia, since you mentioned female mentorship, do we want to take a minute to plug our dates for Spring Bow coming up? Yeah, go ahead. Talk, tell us about your Spring BOW, Tana. Sweet. Yes, our uh, Kansas Spring BOW is April 28th through the 30th, and um, we would love it if y'all wanted to come out. Full cost of registration is $275, and we do have 10 full-ride scholarships available. We are taking uh, up to 75 participants this year, and we're hoping to offer a live turkey hunt again as well. So if you were like Julia and I and interested in getting out on a turkey hunt, even if you just want to observe and you don't want to hunt, um, that's something to look for when those bow classes come out. Uh, we're going to open registration to first-time participants starting February 1st, and then February 15th, that registration will open to all. So be looking for that. Uh, you can check our website at ksoutdoors.com backslash BOW for more information. All right, I'm going to jump in and plug some Iowa stuff. Yeah. Uh, we, got, we have two events coming up. So we are actually doing a winter bow this year up at Camp Okoboji. Um, so those dates are February 10th through 12th. Registration is currently open. You can find details at iowadnr.gov backslash B-O-W. Um, and then we are in the process of launching registration here in the next couple weeks for our April event. So our spring bow will be um april 21st through the 23rd we still haven't released the location so follow our facebook page as we start to release location but registration will be opening soon um and we are so excited to be partnering with johnson county conservation board um and like tiana we'll be doing a mentored uh turkey hunt on that um for our winter bow we are doing a mentored rabbit hunt so if you are interested in getting out for a rabbit hunt um we will be doing that at Camp Okoboji, but if you're looking for a turkey hunt, um, come out in in April, and we look forward to spending third season with you and your mentor. So, um, Julia, what's going on in Nebraska? We are actually getting ready to open registration for our fall Becoming an Outdoor Woman event. Uh, it's going to be at Fort Robinson State Park. It's kind of just been a tradition in Nebraska that we open registration already starting in January and February timeframe. We did that. So we have plenty of time to seek new participants because we want those new eyes, the new faces to get in there. Um, and by doing that, we have noticed and it allows us a little bit more time to market to those new individuals. And then after that certain period of time, we open it up to the past participants. It does, it has been filling fast. So keep your eyes open on this Facebook page, and then Nebraska's Become an Outdoor Woman Facebook page. Look for that to open to new participants in the middle to late February. But before that event even happens, Julie Geyser and I have been doing some chat and some brainstorming about doing a summer Becoming an Outdoor Woman event. Yes. 
back in the day, we used to do kayaking down some major rivers here in Nebraska, but um, with some changes that hasn't happened recently. So we're hoping to bring that back and stay at some possibly some uh, youth camp locations or do some camping out. So like I said, stay tuned. I uh, hoping to get that put together and launch out real soon. But Tana, thank you for bringing that up. Uh, we could do that little plug. Yeah, I'm so excited. And to our listeners, if you're interested in coming to BOW as an instructor or an assistant instructor, and you want to share your knowledge with our team, be sure to reach out to us either through She Goes Outdoors or through our individual BOW Facebook pages. Um, We're always looking for new, awesome female instructors that can help spread the word. And even if you're just looking to maybe practice your skills or get to learn a little bit more about how that program works from behind the scenes... We would love to have you and we would love to provide you with that platform. So reach out and let us know. Yeah, we can't, we can't echo that enough here in Iowa. We are always looking to, to grow our offerings, to bring in new instructors. Um, and it's just so, it's such a different learning experience, learning from a fellow female um, that it, it's just, it's a wonderful mentorship and, and menteeship. Um, and so always looking for new faces and new ideas and and new skills to learn. So uh, to echo Tana, bring forward, we, we look forward to, to bringing you into the, into the fold. Julia, number four, the fourth and I fourth one is dust off. Like we always talk about something, try new, or I want to do this. That's new or, you know, but I think we forget about like that New Year's resolution of years ago that we didn't finish or something that we bought and thought we were going to try years ago, started the project, didn't finish the project or a skill that we were really good about years ago or days ago that we've kind of set aside and started something new. So that was the perspective of the idea of dust off. What is that gear or skill that we want to, polish up or take the rust off and start new. So Rachel, what do you want to dust off in 2023? Oh, Julia. Uh, Yeah. Great question. Um, So I have to say, I, I have these great aspirations of fly fishing, right? I've seen all the movies. I love uh, just the art, the beauty of fly fishing. And so it's easy to say, okay, I'm going to do this, but I actually had decided that I really wanted to learn how to f- tie flies. We've done a couple introductory things um, at our Becoming an Outdoor Workshop and been lucky enough to learn from Anne and from AJ. And it's been so much fun. It's just such a release and, and just enjoyment and, and just a fun, creative way to just kind of zone in on something. So, Oh, gosh, a couple birthdays ago now, I'm I'm sad to say, my husband bought me a fly tying kit. And I was like, yes, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And then we had a baby and that got shoved in the closet and forgotten about. So my dust off commitment is to get that fly tying kit out, watch those YouTube videos and get going because that's that's my that's my hope is to actually be able to say by Christmas or holidays of next year, I actually tied four. I'm putting a number on it. I'm going to tie 
at least like four it. flies. I mean, I have three months to do one, right? Four flies. That's what I'm committing to. We want to see pictures of those Snapchat, oh, Facebook posts. I know. I can't wait. Proof, um, and and like the most ridiculous coloring possible. That's what it's going to be. Absolutely. I want one. <laughs> send me one, Rachel. I'll send you some cat hair. You can tie into it. How about Perfect. that? Perfect. It's getting weirder by the minute. I love it. Yes. Uh, I'm, I'm game. We actually, we have some pink, like, um, you know, feathers around so might end up using some of those from a, a random uh i can't even think of what the word is um anyway yeah it'll get crazy when are you wearing pink feathers Wait, let's back in here we've been we've we've taught fly fish fly tying so many times that we actually reached out to of all places vegas to a couple different bo- um feather boa companies to see if they'd like sweep the floor and give us a donation of of feathers and and they were happy to so we have pink polka dot we got purple we got shiny glimmer and then we have like you know your traditional browns and blacks and all those colors so um so yeah so i I think i'm going to use a a handful of those feathers in my in my next greatest creation and tana one will be sent your way no problem okay so it's such a cool partnership it's guaranteed not to catch you a fish (laughs) <laughs> that's all me i'm guaranteed not to catch a fish anyway so we're set maybe we'll cancel each other out <laughs> vegas like first of all how did such creative minds to even dream of reaching out to vegas for feathers i would never have thought about that yeah i mean all we need is like the stuff that gets cut off right you're looking for like whether it's three or five inch feathers like we don't need a giant feather so um yeah staff here in iowa were like oh maybe we can reach out to this feather boa manufacturer and see what they have and they're happy to literally sweep up the floor and send us a couple bags and okay we still have bags at first i thought like in my mind when you said vegas i'm picturing them you like getting the feathers off the floor of like a casino okay oh, i'm no. glad this came off okay or like the no. the stage of a dancing stage i'm like <laughs> no. okay now this makes more sense but still no, production factory <laughs> okay but still wow just that that's cool i mean it's it's concept that it you're reusing it recycling it in a way otherwise it's just going to get tossed and probably yeah, blown all over vegas <laughs> All right, back on track. Tana, what are you dusting off? Literally. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, well, I went a little abstract with this one. Um, you guys know me. I am a gear minimalist. So, like, if I'm not using it, it gets Marie kondo so quick. Um, that being said, this year, I want to dust off my curiosity again. And the reason I say that is because you know how it is, ladies, like we get so busy, um, we're just running and gunning through life. And when you feel so slammed at the end of the day, it's like, you know, Jacob makes fun of me for watching trash TV, but it's like, I don't need any more mental stimulation. I just need to check out and unplug. And through that, I've kind of developed an unhealthy pattern of um, not challenging myself beyond the work day and not staying open and staying curious to learning new things. And I've kind of lost that like little light or little spark in me. So this year I'm going to dust off my curiosity. I'm going to read more. I got the wonderful book Braiding Sweetgrass, which is one that Amy Bowsman mentioned when she came and talked to us. I'm really excited to dig into that. 
Um, I'm going to explore more. Like we talked about all those different lands. I'm going to take more trips and try to do more things locally and just learning and keeping an eye open and keeping an ear open reaching out to some of the wonderful women that I've met through Bo as our instructors or participants and trying to learn from them. So um, this is going to be the year that I keep my curiosity up and peaked and open and I don't get too bogged down with just all the day-to-day hustle and bustle. I like it. That's great. Love it. And stepping back to Rachel's as well is when you said you put the gear in the closet because you had a baby, I'm like, Ooh, it just took my body back 12 years when I had my first baby and what has all gotten shoved in the closet because being now being a mama, being a parent, it is time to get them back out, take those kids with us and use it or just go by yourself. And when you're said like, you know, my husband has gotten me one of those hand crossbows, got put in the closet when you had a baby. I have my, my 308. That item has actually been handed down to my 12 year old baby so he could go deer hunting right um just so many things that we we forget we have because the playpen is now in front of it or the diapers are now in front of it and so it's it's one of those things just like take a step back and remember that you have that gear do some cleaning as tana would do figure out okay i really don't need this i'm not going to use it anymore but while you're cleaning you're like oh yeah I had that turkey call and now I'm going to take it back out and use it. Or I haven't used this turkey blind in a long time. Look, it even has faded colors in it from sitting in the window. It's time to spruce it back up and get it out there. So that's some great perspectives. And rather than buying something new and taking it on, reuse. Use what you got already. That's a good way to put it. So, Julia, of all the things in your closet, then, where are you going to dust off for 2023? <laughs> I think I need to get that turkey blind out. It's it's warm, just like Tana. I'm thinking I got to get back out there. And even talked about mentoring. So we've kind of surrounded this right back to turkey. I want to take someone with me, remember what the inside of that blind looks like, see where we have signed it because that year I got a turkey and then like be in depression because I haven't signed it in for a couple years now, right? It's it's time to pull out that silver Sharpie and put dead Tom 2023. <laughs> and I think you bring up a good point that, you know, it just to, to Tana's point of kind of reinvigorating and re reigniting someone's interest in learning. Um, sometimes we think mentoring is this like big intense thing, but just having someone come sit in a blind with you um, it, just so they can experience it, it to start that ignite um, it is so important. And it's so nice uh, for me. It's accountability, right? I told someone I'd be there at four in the morning in the dark, in the cold, in February, March, April, whichever month, you know, fits now I have to, I have to follow through. So um, sometimes that mentoring helps us actually stick with our goals and, and become accountable. So, so a couple of good points there. And it's, it's kind of interesting how it all ties together that, uh, that, and I have to say, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to put it down as I'm going to do it. I would like to, I'd like to get out this spring. Also, I got to go out once and, and it, it certainly ignited, but that 4 a.m. thing, it's tough. <laughs> <laughs> but just think, it, it will be a little bit warmer in the spring. 
and you could be sitting there waiting for to hear the call of the turkeys come, and then the feathers flapping as they're coming out of the roost. And when you hear that, you can instantly think of Tana jumping out of bed and ready to go. I know. I know. Exactly. And, <laughs> and I think I'm a little bit more of like the 2 p.m. turkey hunter, right? Uh, they have to go back to bed at some point, right? They, they got to walk by again. So maybe uh, maybe it's the mid-afternoon hunt instead of the early morning one that you guys are going to Even better on. idea, invite Tana to go with you with her diaphragm call. You'll be wide awake and ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> yes, oh, yes. Turkeys will also keep their distance, most likely, but hopefully not. Hopefully I've practiced by then. Um, I like your point too about taking someone new. You both made a point about that because then you can take shifts. And one of the best turkey hunts I've ever been on was with two other girls. So three gals all piled into one blind and we all fell asleep at least once. But we always had a century. We always had somebody keeping watch. So <laughs> it like works it. out well that way. Good thinking. And you have three different people bringing in snacks, right? Different choices exactly. of snacks. Gotta Ooh, have it. Girl. Gotta have it. Maybe that's something new that you want to try this year as a new snack in the in the blind. Well, listeners, I I think this conversation comes to a close. And and no matter what you challenge yourself with, whatever your four um, options are, you know, we we want to hear about them. So please join us in this conversation on our Facebook page. But at the end of the day get out, go do, go enjoy, challenge yourself, bring someone with you. Um, those are those are the things that you hear from us all the time. And, and we want to see pictures. We love sharing the journey with you, um, even if it's digitally over, over Facebook or whatnot. So um, keep us with you. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We're, we're, we're there. We're joining you. We've, we've all made a commitment to 2023 to get back in the recording studio and, and be, uh, be on your phone or wherever you might listen to our podcast. So, um, with that, ladies, great talking to you. Great restart to 2023. And to our listeners, thank you for, for choosing us and joining us in this conversation. And until next time, we'll see you outdoors. <laughs>